0: This week on Transmissions from the Dark Side. Numbers. The Lottery. Snip,
1: snip.
0: Enter if you dare.
2: transmissions from the dark side uh this is jen hansen with me is my good pal matt Noss. Hey,
0: hey everybody how are you matt i'm doing well how are you jen
2: oh so good
0: i'm so excited
2: i i am too i'm excited about our guest absolutely let's introduce him His name is PJ Jacobs.
0: And you may know him as uh, one of the owners of Go Comedy Improv Theater, the theater that is licensed, that is lice enough, that is defouled enough. (laughs) See, in the dark side, the saying that something's liced up is a compliment.
2: The theater that is licensed to host this podcast with extreme vengeance.
0: (laughs) With extreme vengeance. We're very happy to have you on the show, PJ. How are you?
3: Uh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited for what just happened and to talk about it. Oh, Good. (laughs)
0: So every first time guest has a cavalcade of questions that we ask, we begin with the most obvious. Have you ever seen
3: Tales from the Dark Side before? Uh, I don't know that I could have grown up to be the man that I am had I watched a single (laughs) episode.
2: (laughs) Had you ever? Had you ever even heard of it?
3: Nope, nope. When I uh, first heard about this podcast, uh, in my mind, I had decided apparently that this uh, this show was uh, like soap, the old eighties uh, like soap opera. Yep, Billy, Crystal Billy Crystal was, Crystal was gay and, on yeah, it, yeah, yeah, but with uh, with horror in it or murder or something. Okay. It was very wrong well, well that
2: describes 12 of the episodes oh yeah so okay per- All
3: right. yeah. close close
0: in a way i'm like i would associate faulty towers with tales from the dark side because mm-hmm. they kind of i don't know when t- faulty towers happened mm-hmm. am i thinking about the right show mm-hmm. john cleese what was the terrible british show Black with Adder? A vampire Are you being... oh dark dark shadows dark sh- oh. that's what i was thinking oh god <laughs> so embarrassed uh. I was Faulty think, Towers I was, was the like hotel. Yeah. It was the hotel. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Dark Towers.
2: Everybody, Dark Shadows. Shadows.
3: Faulty Everybody Towers. Everybody is on <laughs> dark the to- same page. Faulty Shadows. So you
2: were thinking this was more of a Dark Shadows.
3: Yeah. Uh, yes.
2: If, okay, cool. Which
3: I also have not seen.
2: Okay.
0: But that is a show of which I've seen that cover with him in the pale makeup and a king's chair. Mm-hmm a throne? Have you watched it, Matt? I I think I am (laughs) the stupidest man alive after watching this episode.
2: (laughs) A king chair. A king chair and a king hat.
0: Snip, snip. Snip, snip. Snip, snip. Pop, pop, pop. pop. (laughs) So many balloons were injured during this episode. I am dumber for watching this episode.
2: So I have a theory. Alright, so this episode is entitled Snip, Snip. This is episode 15. Aired uh, January 10th did I say January? Nope.
3: <laughs> You're reading. We, You're we, reading right we now. We
0: are so screwed up <laughs> from this episode. This episode made no sense.
2: Here's literally what was about to come out of my mouth. It aired January 10th, February 9th. 19- <laughs> <five. laughs> oh. oh. Oh, my God. It aired February 10th. 1985, January is nowhere to be seen nope. in
0: this. January 1985 has been done for 10 days.
2: See you later.
0: <laughs> no, the dark side will not reopen the door to visit you. <laughs> uh, do we have any more preliminary questions for PJ? Oh,
2: oh, I'm sorry. I just wanted to get the... the uh, oh, yeah, episode. go ahead. Yeah, let's see. Uh, uh, Have you watched any, uh, like, any twist of fate theater, or any shows? You asked... If amazing there,
3: stories yes I vaguely remember that okay uh I, i'm sure i've seen twilight zone but don't remember any of it
2: amazing stories was a little l- more fantastical. fantastical ding, and um less horror centric there was this there was a show called monsters that followed this mm. um there were a few others and they were on late night uh saturdays like after saturday night live
0: all right the creepy one <clears throat> would have been night gallery
2: I couldn't watch Night Gallery.
0: Night Gallery to me out. Well, like the beginning to Night Gallery is the uh, is basically the thriller double feature movie to be as regional as humanly possible, mm-hmm. which is just the breakdown part of Whole Lot of Love.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> have Have I told you my my story about that intro? No. I was a little kid, and I was I was watching TV. My mom was in the other room, and I was waiting for Woody Woodpecker to start. And she said she was in the other room and that music started. And the commercial, so the commercial used to just be, it was an anthology show. And the commercial was this scary music and all of the like the, all the faces of all of the different monsters from different episodes. So it was just like monster face, scarier face, scarier face, scarier face. And so my mom came running into the room because I was a very delicate child. Uh, And I was quiet for a second and she said, oh, okay, I guess, I guess she's fine. And then I started screaming uncontrollably. (laughs) And then she told me that they were just Bad clowns.
3: Oh, mom! No. <laughs> which is
2: which has never helped a child no. ever. Yeah. All
1: so. right.
0: So I found the night gallery. Oh, good. Thank you. Uh, theme. Let's let me uh, see if it actually just plays the theme or goes right into a commercial.
1: <laughs>
0: so yeah, it was a, a real nightmare fuel for me as a kid.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I have a visceral reaction to this.
0: Oh. It's rough. Yeah. That's a rough theme. Unlike uh, Tales from the Dark Side, <laughs> which is a real soothing <laughs>
3: pan flute.
2: <laughs> Matt, we need to have that intro to let us know that man lives in a sunlit world.
3: Iowa. It's Iowa, right? It's just... Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's... it's stock photography of sure. Iowa. <laughs>
0: Well, okay, Peter, let's let's take it easy., oh, yeah. oh. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if Iowa has ever heard of uh, a little thing called the Underworld.
2: <laughs> it's just as real. It's just not as brightly lit. right
0: right. See, like this is a theme that lets you know that you're getting ready.
2: <sighs> this is so comforting after the night gallery theme. I don't like the night gallery theme.
0: PJ, here's the thing. Man lives in the sunlit world of what he believes to be reality. But it's reality, right? I mean, what else could there be?
2: Okay, but there is unseen by most an underworld.
0: It's a place that is just just as as real.
3: real. I don't buy that.
0: But it's it's not as as brightly lit. lit.
3: A dark side. It's a dark side. Got it. Okay. Oh, okay. That that explains the lighting in this (laughs) show. Yeah, there
2: you go. Well...
0: (laughs) So... Snip, snip is the episode. Snip,
2: snip. We're watching Snip, snip. We're watching episode 15. Uh, warlock Abe North and hairdresser Ann McCall do battle over a winning lottery ticket. Uh, this okay, episode. Now that's sexist
3: right there. That's sexist. Why is <laughs> he a warlock, warlock when we already he's know a he's a shitty math teacher? Yeah, that's true. And she's a far superior wizard. Mm-hmm. I, I'm already upset.
2: Yeah. Well, this is an 80s show. Yeah. And
3: the misogyny is high in yeah. this oh, show. Yeah,
2: this is. This is a feminist episode. Wow. That's what this is.
0: Which is scary because it truly is like the the one where ladies doing it for themselves. Yeah, this
2: pro- this might be one of the more female empowering episodes. <laughs> and <laughs> and that she
0: wins. Yeah. That is a criminal. Yep.
2: Uh so it's Starles, it's Starles. Or stars. <laughs> it, <laughs> this episode is insane and made us legitimately crazy. <laughs> like I feel
0: I feel so out of it. I don't I feel even know high. where to start. Yeah. yeah. So the door to the dark side opens. Sure That's is. the thing. Right. We go into the photo negative woods and then a door opens mm-hmm. and then now we're in the dark side. And our first image that greets us is so many candles. So
2: many candles. A Yankee
0: candle company store full of burning candles.
2: We are in an R and B video.
0: I wrote down Candle storming boulevards, because all I could see is his watch just lighting
2: <laughs> candles. A man lighting candles? This isn't the '70s anymore.
0: We cut to a man smoking a pipe in a chair. On the TV is uh for a Monty Brewster type character, a Monty Hall type character. To even be more specific,
3: Wing Martindale.
0: A wink Martindale? He is. Yeah. A real Aggie, you said, Lee. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> to be so regional, it hurts. He's like, hey, welcome back, everybody. In just a few moments, we'll have our $10 million jackpot O'Rama.
2: The first, the state's first ever jackpot O'Rama.
3: But one that's going to happen again, because they keep making it sound like it's a, a TV show that's just going to keep airing. Right. It's like, check in next time for...
2: Right, 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 right.
3: Right. The
0: guy in the in the uh, chair pulls his remote control forward. Abe. And, uh, Abe. We find out that his name is Abe. Uh-huh. And he does something that I did not realize you could do on TVs in
2: 1985.
0: Use a remote? Hit mute. Oh, Okay.
3: I didn't know TVs in 1985 had mute. Well, you could tell, though, because it took up the entire screen when it read mute. (laughs) It's very true.
0: It's very true.
2: In 85, I don't think we had a remote. I think just my brother and I were the remote. We were the
0: remote, too. Absolutely. Yeah. We were the last to get tech. I think uh, the first TV with a remote that we got was
3: 91, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. We we had one of those like giant brick TV cabinets. Yeah.
0: Oh my god, the one with the three huge bulbs, um, or the one that was like an, a full entertainment still, console. Uh, yeah,
3: it was like a desk with a TV. Built like a
0: that thing that's behind you, yeah. which is like a big dresser, right? But the middle part would have been a TV, right? And it weighed a thousand, a thousand pounds. pounds yeah. yeah. Yes, my grandma had one of those, oh, and that did not have a remote control.
3: But he hits mute. Now, can we, I just, uh, so it's, he's played by Bud Court, mm-hmm. um, but he looks like Bud from, um, <laughs> Married, married, with, married children.
2: with Children. 1,000%. Yes. yes. A, uh,
3: what is his David name? Fostino. David Fustino. David Faustino. A name I didn't know I could pull from my own main brain until <laughs> I did.
2: So, he's playing Abe North. Abe does the thing in movies that, Why? So it's, it's, you've got the lottery ticket in your hand. They're about to draw the lottery. Before they draw the lottery, let's call and, and quit my job in a very grandiose manner.
3: And yet in a very unclear manner, because it wasn't until the almost the end of that phone call that mm-hmm. I realized that Charlie, um, who was the guy on the line, mm-hmm. actually knew who he was.
2: And was his boss. For a second, I thought, because he calls, so he calls up. He's explaining to Charlie, saying, yeah, this is Abe. No, Abe North, so-and-so, so-and-so. From so your from, freshman algebra. From your freshman algebra class. So I thought class. they
3: were friends.
2: Exactly. Right. Yeah, or, or they had gone to school together.
0: So what PJ doesn't know Uh-oh. is that every episode of Tales from the Dark Side begins with what we like to call the haunted exposition dump, where they basically realize the writers of this show, because we're very technical. We take, kind of take a look at it from the writer's point of view. The writer basically goes, I've got 20 some minutes to make this story make sense. So I've really got to dump on the exposition at the top to make this work because they don't think they can make it work any other way.
3: Well, they're, they're, I mean, and I, I was watching it through a similar lens, if, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> if I may, because um, one of oh, the, are
2: you also an experienced writer and fan of the theater
3: and yeah. Um, But there, near the, uh, we'll say second act, Mm -hmm. um, was what I thought was one of the finest pieces of exposition you you could ever write. Um, I don't want to jump ahead, but I should. (laughs) Feel free. Okay. Do what you like. Once, Bud goes to. (laughs) We're just
0: calling him Bud Bundy now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Abe
3: Abe is now Bud Bundy. (laughs) Goes uh, to uh, the the barber shop, ladies basement home where she cuts Mm -hmm. hair and then when she starts to attack him um, she does so by popping a series of balloons um, of wildly unnecessary balloons except for that one line of dialogue at the beginning of her scene with old Bruno Kirby um, (laughs) where he's like what a great party you just had (laughs) You want
2: me to clean up all of these balloons or you're going to cut them up later? Anyway, I'm a stereotype. I gotta go. Hey, ever since you live
0: you move in uh, the deli, it's been so good.
3: <laughs> he was the only guest. There was nothing else to clean up, but that line made sense of why yeah. this room would be full of full of balloons. It is rife with balloons.
0: It is it is an aha video full of balloons <laughs> all right so
2: here's why here is my theory on why this episode is insane and we can go back and we'll we'll explain the rest of the episode in a bit so the episode is written by Tom Allen and Howard Smith directed by Terence Callahan Terence Callahan has only one directing credit this episode Howard Smith has only one writing credit this episode Tom Allen uh, was the uh Uh, script coordinator and creative coordinator um, for like almost the entire Tales from the Dark Side series. So my theory is Terrence and Howard, who have never done anything, are like, yeah, we're going to write an episode and you know, Uncle George is going to put it on. And they turned in a batshit insane episode. And then this is the only one Tim, a- Tim no, not Tim Allen, Tom Allen ever wrote anything for. This is his only like co-writing but- credit for anything. Okay. So, so think- the guy
0: who is the script supervisor yeah. for almost every episode. Yes. Doesn't have any other writing credits. Except- He's a script
2: consultant and a creative consultant. Um,
0: okay. But yeah, he has so no he other writing So he must have taken credits. a look at this episode He's and like, gone. This is
2: insane garbage. Let me see if I can fix this. And so this is the the half-assed fix is what we just watched.
3: I think there's more to it. Okay. Well, I think that he made the changes and they weren't happy about it. And so he murdered them. (laughs) (laughs) And we never heard from them (laughs) right again.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Same death date. Okay, that's it. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Yep. I I am to be confirmed.
0: So,
3: January, February of eighteen ninety-six. <laughs>
0: January, February, seventeen seventy-six. <1776. laughs>
2: so he calls. Go, he calls his boss. We're
0: gonna go back to the beginning yeah. of sorry, the episode. Sorry, I no, 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 it's okay. A good no, jump. I just it, yeah. It was a good he, jump. It's eating at me. You. This is so perfect for this episode <laughs> because you could have started anywhere. Yeah. You could have dropped a needle on any part of this record and been just fine.
3: Because. Just two th- I mean two things happen In the full episode Nothing,
1: happen- nothing. Two things nothing happened. happened
3: Like that was yeah. The lottery is won And he's dead And that's <laughs> no Spoilers it's Nothing
2: oh. happening Is a, is another hallmark Of oh. a
0: Tales from the Dark okay. Side episode okay. Yeah No stakes Nothing happens Right We'll go to the writer's room At the end of it To okay. see how we would fix it Oh Because we the, That is a That is a seminal part Of our sure. show yeah. Sure 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 but the
2: thing is, I did not hate this episode.
0: I didn't hate I it. I didn't
2: hate it. I was totally confused by it. What is Carol Kane weird.
0: doing in this episode?
2: She's doing... The thing is, Carol Kane is amazing. She's like she's awesome. First of all, she is cute as a button yeah. in this episode. She is adorable. She was
3: hot when she was young. Yeah, she had no idea. She's wearing this little like
2: polka dot dress and you know, a little bow in her hair, and she's just so
0: cute. And but she doesn't need this. She has been on Taxi mm-hmm. for years. Right. She is Oh, I was
3: hoping this was like her first credit.
0: No. No. No, because no, Taxi was the seventies. Yeah. Late seventies, but seventies nonetheless.
2: This has gotta be between all right, now I gotta look it up. All right. She got divorced
3: right before this came out. Needed the money.
0: It's possible. I mean, Harry Anderson did an episode like while he had Night Court. Wow, Night so, Court money. That's yeah. I mean, like '80s sitcom money and late '70s sitcom money. You were set for a long time if you if you invested well. Right. Like, and she was on a ton of episodes of Taxi. And I don't know where Scrooge comes in, but that's like eighty-seven, eighty-eight, yeah. somewhere in there.
2: So she was on Taxi until eighty three. And then she did what looks like a lot of like little like little roles. She was on an episode of Cheers. Yes. Uh she was in an episode of This, an episode of Crazy Like a Fox. She was in Transylvania Six Five Thousand. I remember that. Um then jump and jack jump and jack flash is 86 <laughs> jesus christ uh princess bride is 87 and then it looks like she starts getting stuff that's a little bit better after that cuz i mean she's always been sort of a character actor. she's always and been she like has a working, yeah. she has that voice she has that voice
0: that is so once you hear it it's right. like sure. it's her totally back to the beginning back of the back to the episode. beginning yeah. of <laughs> the episode he makes his he makes his haunted photo do- uh photo do- <laughs> God, guys, I remember photo
2: <laughs> For listeners at home, we all have nosebleeds right now.
3: Holy shit. And just to be clear, uh, Jen is drinking a Coke, I'm drinking a water, <laughs> and Matt has had about a half a stroze <laughs> I'm wrecked. <laughs> this episode
0: has broken me. All right. So we know that we're about to enter the haunted exposition dump. And, and
2: it's a phone call, which, which is which,
0: a huge part of *Tales from the Dark Side*.
2: That's how they get out a lot of information, and also they don't know how phones work. So it's a <laughs> lot of, yeah, Stephen, Stephen Johnson. Yeah, this is Abe, Abe Froman. What do you mean? Why am I calling you at home? Well, you're my boss. Remember, like it's yeah. it's very.
3: I mean, very he spelled his last name is North, and he spelled it.
2: Very slowly. To, like, his, we gotta, we need to, to
3: th-
0: his fucking
3: boss.
2: Yeah.
0: The man of whom he would have to report to often. And I've had terrible bosses before, but they all knew who I was.
2: So Abe has a bad life. His boss does not know him at all. He's been teaching there for 12 years.
0: But then all of a sudden, Abe says the weirdest things that you would ever admit to another person.
2: I've always loved numbers.
0: Okay, that's odd. They speak to me.
3: Holy shit, what's wrong with you? <laughs> I make less than the janitor. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, his priorities were really yeah. odd. Yeah. I
3: was like, uh, also, like that janitor is really well paid. Yeah. He's so well paid.
2: To make double what a college professor makes? I mean, I'm...
3: Or a private school... Yeah. High school professor.
0: I did say at one point, though, this is pretty good phone work. For this From show, Bud, Bud Court, yeah, yeah, Bud Court is actually giving time for people to respond, mm-hmm. but then all of a sudden he just puts the receiver into his recliner so that, that the receiver is pointing at him. That's
3: 85 speakerphone, baby,
0: yeah. <laughs> Because he says
2: something about the spirits, my spirits told me which numbers to buy. He's prattling on about the the lottery and how he's going to win. So he's calling to quit his job before they uh, before they draw the lottery numbers in this interminable commercial break. Um,
0: this commercial break is the commercial break they take before the Oscars yeah. begins. Where they're like, all right, well, we know that it's going to be a long time before we get a commercial yeah. break, so here's 15
3: solid minutes.
2: Uh, and now it is time for the effects spectacular. Oh,
3: it's I was imp- I didn't think they had it in them.
2: We've got flash paper in a in a bucket. We've got uh, a floating lottery ticket on a piece of fishing line, uh, and we've got a very subtle numerology chart.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this chart. He goes, the spirits told me. And then all of a sudden he pulls out something that was only purchased the other day at the equivalent of a Pennies Yeah. In the occult section of a Penney's, <laughs> And on it is 666666. Six, 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 six,
3: six. What's scarier than the sign of the beast? Twice. Two, right. beasts. <laughs> Two
0: beasts.
3: Two beasts.
0: <laughs> Let us do this twice. Twice. <laughs> And then at this point, I wrote down, oh, God, the devil is so in this episode. <laughs> Which, because the devil has been in. Oh, he was in this episode. Oh, yeah. Yep. But the devil's been in a quarter we of the episode. We
2: haven't had the devil in a while.
0: It's been a while since we've seen the while. devil. It's been a while. Uh, <laughs> but was he's back.
2: Yeah.
0: Old Beelzebub is back indeed.
2: So uh, eventually he so he quits his job. Uh, you don't understand the vest unknown, the powers beyond, the briny deep, whatever. He hangs up the phone. Click. Click. Uh, goes back to, um, goes back to the, uh, something seems really weird about that lottery, right? Like it's.
0: Well, okay.
2: Is it just cause it's like a seventies TV show or mm-hmm. it just, there's something really creepy well, about it It's produced
3: by the spirits. It. Do you think? Do, do you, you think, think that was so? it? I think so. Yeah. I mean, it, it doesn't. It, to me, it didn't seem like it was a legitimate lottery. Like it's there it was dark. The, I mean, the lottery itself was the dark side. Oh. Okay. All right.
2: That's a good theory. Yeah. Theory.
3: <laughs> well, what was odd to me was
0: it wasn't numbers like coming out of something.
2: Right. Right. It, it was, was just like names on a, a ticket. A fifty-fifty
0: raffle. Right. Right. And they just had a tumbler drum. Of all the tickets with people's names and addresses right. on them,
2: and that was the state lottery. They said, "So what? Only two thousand people entered the state lottery."
3: Of the ten million dollars, Well, no, drawing? if it was six 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 six, that I mean, there's a, it would at least go up to nine hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine. But there
2: weren't that many tickets in that in that that drum.
3: Well, that we could see.
2: Do you think there were? No, I don't. A, okay. <laughs> Do you think it was a four hour show well, where they would just like,
1: well,
3: it, <laughs> it was like a bracket
2: system where they had hours. all of those drums and then they would. Because
3: otherwise the whole lottery, the whole, the whole lottery program lasted 94 seconds.
2: Right. The rest of it was filled up with uh silver shamrock advertisements that might as well have been the next commercial.
3: <sighs>
0: Halloween two. Yes. Three, 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 Halloween three season of the witch. Um,
3: Thank they you. pull out the <laughs> they pull out the slip. Right. And much like Warren Beatty reading best actor or best uh, <laughs> best picture. He's topical. Uh, he held it and had to look at it a couple of times before mm-hmm. he could say anything.
0: He goes, it's six. It's a weird number.
3: He right. leads yes. with yeah. yes. this is a weird number, guys.
0: It's six. 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 Six six. Six, six. 7 What? What? Which what? goes
2: to Anne McCall of Port Huron, of a, Port, hair dry, a hair a dryer a
0: hairdresser. <laughs> a personal hair dryer. <sighs> it takes a while.
1: <sighs>
0: <laughs> they do a cutaway to Carol Kane in
3: her. Beauty salon
2: at her giant party.
3: Right at the shot where no one else is, but mm-hmm. this unnecessary light bulb blocking yeah. three quarters of the shot.
2: Okay, so, did this... you think? Did you think that the camera from the lottery was there showing her, or do you think it was just a, like in the script? Just a cut I think it was a cutaway.
0: Yeah. Okay. I totally think it was a cutaway because it, it didn't have the TV look. Okay. Good. I also wrote down, "What's with these Dutch angles?" <laughs>
2: it's weird it's weird it's like you're stuck in a a video game
0: the director of photography was different from the the den of uh abe north aka Mm -hmm. bud bundy yes to the director of photography for the uh lottery looked different but once we get to this hair salon all bets are off oh all rules of, like, this is how you make a TV show. Go out the window, and in the window comes an art student who says, no, I got this.
2: Look, it's a stage play. We have to remember that.
3: Had had um, Don't Come Around Here Anymore, had that video aired yet, the Tom Petty video? I, it Probably, had to have.
2: I don't think so. 85?
3: One, one of these inspired the other.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look up Uh, Don't Come Around Here No More. Um. And you guys keep going So right.
2: he's got to call his boss back, cap in hand, saying, "Uh, uh I was only off by one number. Uh, so. But he
3: called, and wasn't he? Didn't he say, uh, "Oh, Mrs. Last name? Yeah. Oh, no, no. I'm sorry, Mr. Last name." Yeah, like he was confusing the the headmaster's wife for the headmaster.
2: Bud Court is not good at phones.
3: No, no, no.
2: So that's that's apparent. Uh, he's he's calling. Can he have his job back? Of course he can't have his job back. Click. Click. So now now we get to Carol Kane and her uh, Italian stereotype. Oh, no, no. We
3: don't. Do we? Or do we get to the phone book first?
2: Oh, that's right. That's right. There's a phone Because then he
3: book. flips to the phone book because we know all of her information. Because when you,
2: because when you win the lottery, you, you put
3: down your occupation yeah. on the ticket. Yep. Um, so, yeah. So he goes to the phone book and rips the page out mm-hmm. and then puts that into his flash cauldron.
2: hmm which then it says, Give me a sign. Boom.
0: <laughs> the release of the single Don't Come Around Here No More February twenty eighth, nineteen eighty-five. Wow. Oh, oh. Eighteen days later.
2: Coincidence?
0: I think not. I think yes. not. Dark side.
2: <laughs> you got dark
1: sided.
0: <laughs> Can we talk about this conversation? <laughs> Between the Italian deli
2: <laughs>
1: and Carol Kane, some yes. more.
2: Because I really just want to do this accent. Hey, it's me Mario. I know you gave me a haircut at the party, but I need to come back tomorrow to get another one. Okay, I bring a big
0: coffee. Hey, uh, you will take care. All right. <laughs> What? Anyway, I'll bring it back a nice apostle visual for you. Hello.
3: Now, while this very subtle character is happening, Bud Court is in the window, looking like there's a windstorm blowing him <laughs> up against the glass. <laughs> he is schmacking his ass off. <laughs> We don't have lighting for outside, so please make yourself as visible as possible (laughs) while sneaking across these windows. Look, this warehouse is going to kick us out,
0: (laughs) so we got to one take this. And as well established, I think every episode of Tales from the Dark Side only had one super VHS tape to capture everything. You get one shot
2: and you move on. (laughs) And every shot is gold. This warehouse felt like where they shot a lot of the, um, the fight sequences in the Batman TV show.
0: <laughs>
3: yep. yep. And Same, the camera angles, too. Yeah. Same yeah. angles, yep. too.
0: Absolutely.
2: So they are, um, so she's finishing up her party. For the party, she got lots of balloons
3: and nothing else.
2: And nothing else.
3: And only her tenant, or no, her, her landlord. Her landlord? Yeah. Came?
2: I guess or he was the last one to leave
3: let's but say then why left.
2: are you having the party because how do you know that you you won well i guess also, did she have the party like for everybody that had
3: tickets or maybe maybe it was or just maybe, like
2: maybe she won and then and then oh she my god come over party. Right. yeah everybody or, come or, over well, i
3: mean television was an event back then right so like the, this drawing might have been its own like if you know if the yeah. lost the lost finale you have people over maybe yeah. it's like
2: Would you have that many balloons?
3: No, I would never have that many balloons.
2: Okay, all right.
3: I've had children's parties and I haven't had that (laughs) (laughs) many balloons. It's it's an inappropriate amount of balloons. It's obscene. Every Mm -hmm.
0: corner of the house has at
3: least three balloons on it. I mean, we can agree that the balloon budget was 90% of this production's budget.
2: 100%.
3: Okay. (laughs) But we'll find out why there's so many balloons
0: in mere moments. Snip, snip. We then get this kind of panning shot. Of it as he sneaks in. And then we get to take a really good look at her haircut dolls. Yes. And they are freaking terrifying. They are
2: creepy AF.
0: Yep. One looks like Jim Carrey. Ooh. I did not notice that. No. The one on the very end was the only one I could look at. And it was just awful. It was just terrible (laughs) to look at.
2: They, They were all. So there's like...
0: It was a real night's gallery. Yes. Of uh.
2: Yeah, so there are five of these heads. There's a, a, a hair cutting chair, a barber chair.
3: Right. Yeah. No, um, no, no supplies that you could see. No. no scissors, scissors or hair dryer or. Well,
0: she is the hair dryer, as established.
3: <sighs> right. Yes. <sighs> and she lives there. Yes. So this she is also her, lives like, studio in her home, but it it's part it's a part of a business complex if the deli is also there.
2: Yeah, so, yes. so this is the upstairs. It's a real Sweeney Todd
3: scenario. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you sent sending me down the clippings. I'm making a,
0: I make make a, a hair pie. Assault. Oh, no. <laughs> real Revenge of the Nerd shit happening. <laughs> Can uh, we go back just for a moment sure. to our good friend, this stereotype? Because his... First words to her are, "Can I hold the ticket?" (laughs) (laughs) Why? Why would she ever
3: let anybody hold this ticket to establish that it's there?
2: To establish that she is very, very nice. She is. She. She seems to be a very trusting. Definitely not a witch. Lovely. Not a witch.
0: Definitely would not jump to. She's a witch. (laughs) <laughs>
2: Guys, she can't be a witch. She's wearing a polka dot dress.
0: Yeah. Not witch wear. Uh, I've seen a witch in episode one. I've <laughs> I know what a witch looks like.
2: I've seen i have yeah, I've I've seen a voodoo woman, and we all know they look like Mary Poppins. There is an These are deep
0: cuts. <laughs> yeah, no, <I'm... laughs> we don't need to explain it to you, PJ. You're good, I got it. Yep. it's for the fans. <laughs> all <Yep>. right. <laughs> all right. Now, Abis snuck in. Bud Bundy is scurrying around. Mm-hmm. But Lucifer the bird
3: has also been- a, Lou, a, yes. Lou the yeah, bird. Oh, sorry, Lou. Bird. I didn't mean yes. to spoil it. Yes. Um, Lou the bird. She's
0: calling him Lou. Right. So
3: let's- Can we discuss Lou the bird for a second? Sure. sure. What the fuck kind of bird is this? Well, it's a it's talking a crow. crow.
0: <laughs> right?
3: Sure. <laughs> yeah. It's a crow that talks.
0: It's a, crows one? don't talk. We're sure do they, they do.
3: They. I just watched, I just watched yeah. one talk and said all kinds of things.
0: Hello. Hi, Hello. How are you doing? How are you? Why are you not? Bring on me the a Rhino. sandwich. You sound like the chicken lady. Ah! I'm lonely. <laughs> I'm a bird. Help me. <laughs> I'm dead inside. But too much?
2: So, it's a <laughs> <laughs> it's a crow that's talking like a parrot. Yep. Okay.
0: And they've got like a a fancy clip on its wing or something there is something seriously well i wrote down uh hey do you guys think they stuffed the bird for the last half like yeah. anytime that they didn't need the bird moving yeah. around they well, it's just was probably them talking nonstop Oh,
3: oh, <laughs> oh come
0: on help me cock mark hey mark
3: fire my agent <laughs>
0: <laughs> let me talk to your agent. Uh, want this to be the most regional show yet
2: no anytime um anytime there was like a, a wide shot or anything uh or, or people are walking by it uh it was it was clearly a stuffed sock
1: <laughs> just
2: just dangling from a dangling from a piece of wood
0: <laughs> just just a sock nailed to a perch Fuck off <sighs> That gold toe looks exactly like a beak. <laughs> <laughs> My man, Abe, is not subtle. She leaves this ticket on her barber chair, which is like, again, a real Sweeney Todd nightmare. Mm-hmm. She puts it on there. He's like the dumbest person on
3: earth. Well, he goes and and then she goes to change behind the the the, the screen the yeah. screen, yeah,
2: and she's talking about she's talking about, all of the things she's going to do with her money—that uh, she's she is going to have the best beauty parlor in Port Huron.
0: Now, did you guys think Port Huron, Michigan? Yeah, I don't. That's the only one I know.
2: Yeah, which then made me think, what are you going to do with the other nine million <laughs>
0: nine hundred thousand <000. laughs> fifty dollars? <No. laughs>
2: and and then she was talking about getting diamond stockings.
3: Yes.
0: yes. I could get
2: diamond stockings.
0: I could wear them here. Would you? Would you?
3: Let me just... uh can I, can I jump back for just yeah, one sure, second? Yeah, sure, sure. Oh, oh absolutely, yeah. So when um, the uh, host of the lottery TV show uh, has that moment where he's like, once you've spent all your money, if you have any left, I could use some. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need a new car. Right? That was the saddest yeah. A very sad episode. That, to me, was <laughs> the saddest <laughs> Painfully moment. Painfully yeah. sad. Uh, it was a think... very
2: gill. <laughs> Come on,
3: I'm re... lottery. I'm doing re... this as a favor.
0: I really don't think that that was the uh, host saying that. That was the writer. Right. <laughs> 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 really hope this episode hits, and then I can get a new car, baby. <laughs> Nope. All these right I'm I can rent a car. Can you just see him at the typewriter? Like uh, once this episode hits the airwaves, I'll be in demand and I'll be writing every episode. <laughs> IMDB.
3: Here I come, Dallas.
0: <laughs> IMDB. <laughs> Low thirty-five years later. No other writing credits.
2: Cut to skeleton in front of an underwood. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> In his hand, the writer's notebook. Uh, oh, the writer's toolkit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Bookmark on page two. <laughs> Ooh, one day I'll get it right. Okay. Jump back to my man Bud Bundy is the, behind
3: the chair, yep. behind uh, Sweeney Todd's he's using reaching. well, and he's using all of the sneaking skills of a only, man only, who's standing. Well, an only child, five year old. Uh, <laughs> look real, at me, mom! Brother... Look at me! Look at me! I'm I'm hiding, mom! I'm hiding! Come find me, mom!
2: My brother used. <laughs> My brother used to put on his black sweatpants and a black turtleneck and a, a black hat. And everybody climb, knows that
0: makes you invisible. <laughs> really right?
2: Climb up into a tree and <laughs> say you can't see me because I'm a ninja, uh, like a bare tree. Right? You could clearly see him. In. Was this something
0: that most boys did? I believe that if I put the covers over myself, you, could, you, you couldn't see me. see me. Yeah. Oh, okay.
3: I mean, that's but that's just science.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. In fact, I mean, right no one said they saw me. Yeah. They saw a humongous bump on the bed. But we do... know
2: Matt's got that humongous bump.
0: Yeah, you know it. <laughs> uh, boom, bu- 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 do- boom, boom. I was six. Anyway. He... <laughs> ah. So he is not stealthy, is what we're trying to say. Yeah. He tries to grab this ticket, the 666667 ticket. And lo and behold, the,
3: the crow. Makes so much noise, but grab, but grab. I'm sorry, grabbing it sh- like there was no reason to crouch or hide. Grabbing it, it was like like picking up a, a jewel case off a counter while you walk by it. Right, uh, he was it doing was not a
2: real um a it, tuck and it was, roll operation. It was Indiana Jones with yes. the the idol. Like yeah. he was weighing the sand, and
0: he was taking his sweet time for yeah. something that did not need any sweet. Yeah, like obviously he could have just walked over, taken the ticket. Jumped out the window, nobody would have seen him, and everything would have been fine, but then we would have missed these moments where she comes over to the chair.
2: You're right, Lou
0: it's talking to the bird, mm-hmm. and she literally is a foot away from him. But she
3: could not the the actress was staring at him, yeah, like there was the character might have missed it, but there was no question that ever that every bit Carol of her Kane. Eyes, Every part of her saw right him.
2: Do you think Bud Court, like for a minute, was like, "Man, she really can't see me." No,
3: I don't. Think- I think that she stopped production to be like, "No, we're just." I I can see him.
0: It's clear to everyone. I can see him. <laughs> I worked with Andy Kaufman,
3: and it wasn't this difficult.
0: <laughs> I can see him. <laughs>
3: That uh, which fun uh, they won't be able, they won't be able to see these. Look, agency. look,
0: we're filming this at a really interesting angle. It's terrifying this angle that we're doing. It's uh-huh. from his perspective, but I it's was behind... on
3: taxi.
2: I need you to bring in a bigger chair.
3: How about a bird? All right. <laughs> All right. So uh, how about she takes
2: the ticket? She puts it in a music
0: box. This motherfucker goes over to this music box and starts. He watches her lock it. And starts fiddling with it.
2: He's like a cartoon character.
0: Yeah, but the dumbest cartoon character. <laughs> he's like he's like
2: Homer trying to open a jar of bees or something, with like the, something the he. Sh- teeth. Yeah, it's like you know, just like hands are slipping, and he's gonna you, he's gonna fall into like a bucket of. Banana I peels. wrote
3: down in uh, in caps: "Take the box, you idiot!" <laughs> but he was biting it. He was biting the flat lock. On a music box, <laughs>
0: right? It's a music box. If you successfully open it, you draw attention to yourself. <laughs> why are you trying to open it here?
2: Also, if he's a warlock, why isn't he using some magic on it? Because
3: right, he's not a warlock. That's just sexism. Fine. He's an amateur. He's an amateur magician at best.
0: All right. So while this dum dum's trying to open up this box, Carol Kane's character is prattling on about how she hopes that she can find a man.
3: And all the other men that have come to her before have not worked out. hmm Which we can agree is all the other heads, right? Yes. So you figured that out at that
0: moment. At that moment. Okay. I did not. I'm going to be honest and say that I, I wasn't putting together that the heads were the ex-lovers.
2: I was oh. so hypnotized by Bud Cort's box work that I was not listening to Carol Kane at all.
0: <laughs> yeah. Carol Kane is laying a sad sack story right. of like oh, maybe this money can get me some some male suitors that'll love you for you right? or love you for the money. And if that's true, is then I was at this point going, do these guys fall in love? Is that, is that what's going to happen here? Yeah. That's gross.
3: But then he pulled a weapon on her. Yeah, so she discovers him.
2: Yes.
0: And he instantly does the gun in the pocket routine.
3: Which really only works if your hand's already in the pocket. <laughs> Fuck this episode! Oh my god! Oh god! Because when he he was putting his hand into the pocket, he was making he was a, already making the gun, making
2: the hand. Go, yeah.
0: Needless to say, Carol Kane is nonplussed. <laughs> Really not scared at all at this point.
2: But then he threatens her with his magic powers, his black magic powers.
0: Now, the only thing this dumb son of a bitch has done is make flash paper go off twice.
3: But now... No, Matt, okay, don't. No, don't. He has talked to spirits, and we know that because she has also talked to the same spirits. So he, at the very least, has talked to the flash paper. (laughs) but we don't know that she's talked to the spirits yet
0: no but okay yes, we but we do but, know that she's talked we will know that yes. she's talked to the spirit and
2: now he makes the lights go on and off to prove his his magical prowess
3: which i will give him credit for i didn't think he had it in him
2: okay
0: i really didn't either there wasn't a lot that let me think that he had power because every the flash paper was an appeal to authority like spirits, show me that you're there. Right. whoosh Give me a sign. Whoosh.
2: Yeah, his powers are weird because it's like sometimes he can use them and then sometimes he can't. He can t- if he can turn the lights on and off. Then why doesn't he just make the ticket float over to him or something? Why it's it's very weird that he needs to go in and physically well, he made grab his, his ticket. Tickets. Float. Right.
3: So yeah, I mean, right. so we know he's got ticket floating powers.
2: Right.
0: She bust him. He's cold busted. He does the thing with the lights, and then he gets the, the jewelry box or the music box, and he's like, I'm going to get your ticket out of here. She goes, the ticket's not in there. And then,
2: well, well, first, we have the argument about lottery ticket rules. <laughs> That's what I was trying to get okay, to. Okay, all right. Okay. That's exactly
0: yep. where I'm going, where his whole plan, this plan is insane.
2: So she says you can't cash it because the ticket i guess because we've already heard on the new, on on this weird you basically trod. had
0: to sign your life away to get this ticket right he can't cash it it's only in her name and he goes no i'm going to cut it up
2: i'm going to rip it up and then they're going to be forced to have another lottery what? what no they're not
3: they have read her name on television right they,
2: right the ticket is, is irrelevant at this yeah. point she doesn't which, even need it
0: just bring photo id <laughs> right which means they know who she is if she signed for it she can recreate yeah. her yeah. signature well, they know
3: where she lives i mean the, yeah i'm no surprised question. they're not
2: in a car with a big check on right. their way over there and right may, now maybe they are maybe they are his plan is dumb his
0: plan is so dumb, dumb.
2: i'm hurt
0: by how dumb this part of the yeah, episode this makes is. no sense Why? If he was there to steal the ticket to cash it himself, and then she made fun of him, I would be okay with that. Mm -hmm. Like that plan won't work, you idiot. It's in my name. And then he's like, "Well, then you're gonna come with." So I'm already going to the writer's room. Yeah. 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 Like you're gonna come with me. Why would I come with you? I have magical powers. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then we would get to the part where she has magical powers too. Right. Which we do get to.
2: Oh, Matt looks sad.
0: Somebody else to talk.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so he finally, he, he yanks the key away from her to this box. Right,
3: off of her, inside her belt.
2: Inside her belt, which is weird.
3: Right, give her pocket. Yep.
2: Um, he opens the box. She keeps saying, it's not in there. The ticket's right. not in there.
3: And I believed her. I, I, yeah. At that point, I believed her.
2: He opens the box. Lo and behold, the ticket's not in there.
3: But there is now music box music, which is one of the creepier music.
2: Right. Act break.
3: Weird act break again.
0: Yeah. They come back. The Dutch angles are off the charts. If he's talking to her, it's over his shoulder and an angle down at her. Mm-hmm. When she's talking to him, it's back up. Really,
3: They're re- the same height.
0: Right. Weird. Yeah. So she, he goes, well, the ticket has to be somewhere here. And he starts to toss her bed. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, don't do that. She
2: is trying to give him an out. She's saying, you seem nice. I don't want to hurt you. Yeah. Just go. Just you can go. We'll forget hey, all about this. Hey, buddy,
0: just, just mm. go. And I would think if I were him, I would just go because she knows who I am. I broke into her place. I'm. I've threatened her, and she's given me a just go card. Well, and he's I a came desperate
2: man. To tear up a
3: ticket. I yeah. am not leaving without a ticket torn up. He's
2: a dumb, desperate man who is now unemployed. And AKA got nothing to lose. Yep.
0: <laughs> hey, nothing's crazier than desperate. Those are words I live by. Those are words I live by. That's your tattoo across your stomach. (laughs) That's a Matt Noss motto. (laughs) Ain't nothing crazier than
3: desperate, baby. And it's backwards
2: (laughs) so he can sneak up on people when they're brushing their teeth. Uh, and they just see that in the he's mirror. Gonna, he's
3: got to like stand on the edge yep, of the tub. Yeah, so. it's, it's it's
2: awkward. It's a Dutch angle. Uh, <laughs> so the last just, thing they Just see. me
0: precariously balancing the girth of my body.
2: <laughs> There's nothing crazier than desperate. <laughs> and then it's a flying leap <laughs> to a bear hug. That...
0: And I was desperate for a hug. <laughs> All right, let's go to the woods. Oh,
2: we scampered off.
0: It is at this moment with the Dutch angles reach a fever
3: pitch as he is on top of her bed. There's a plat her bed was on so a platform like a, with a trap door. Yeah,
2: so there's a trap door. There's like a a yeah, like a like trap a, a door. trap door. Yeah. That, I don't know why I need another word for it. It's pretty much a trap door. Let me have this. Okay. Jesus. Uh, so it's a it's a it's a secret door. It's tra- a trap. trap door. Okay. All right, fine.
0: He opens it a little with his <laughs> with magic. With magic. his magic powers.
2: <clears throat>
3: Lo and behold, she closes it with her magic powers. It was the equivalent. So the whole magic off was the equivalent of an improv scene where two people are doing a chair off. Like the least (laughs) interesting battle. (laughs) Like not well thought out. Not imaginative.
2: No real stakes.
0: No stakes. None. So let me ask you a question, PJ. Sure thing, Matt. You're a
3: warlock. I am. You open a door using your warlockian powers. And and I opened it halfway. Like, I didn't even really open it all the way. And the person of whom you do not know, across from you, shuts it. Wow.
0: What is your first reaction to that?
3: Better open it again. (laughs) 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 Something was wrong with my powers.
0: (laughs) See, that seems strange. Because my first reaction was, hey, wait a minute. (laughs) Are you a witch? (laughs) Like, I could open this about 17 more times. And I will. (laughs) And have you close it. Or we could get this out in the open before you turn off all the lights and say snip, snip a million times. The thrilling door off. (laughs) He opens the door. She closes the door. He opens the door. She closes the
2: it's door. It's a real classic. He said, she said open door with
0: brain. Why on earth didn't he go, hey, wait a minute?
2: Because he's dumb. Because he, he's, he's real dumb. I cannot. I and he's got nothing left to lose, Matt.
3: Hey, nothing's crazier <laughs> but, than desperate. Yeah. I mean, by now his house is burnt down from the candles. Yep. There was a lot of candles. Candles and books. That was the whole room he was yeah. in. <laughs>
0: he was it was basically candling. That's a tinderbox. Yeah, yeah. It's
3: like a bonfire that you buy pre
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just add sparks.
2: That's still smoldering pipe. Right. Yeah. yeah.
0: So I wrote at this point, you fuck with the wrong witch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She then gives up the ghost and goes, you can open that door. So
3: he opens it. Lo and behold, I mean, it just, it can't, I mean, it wouldn't be a poster from earlier in the episode with a single digit different bought at the same JCPenney poster <laughs> section. They
2: shop in the same numerology department.
3: There was a banner sale
0: <laughs> in the occult section of JCPenney's musical guest. Lucifer. Occ- Hello.
3: <laughs> so he moves the banner out of the way.
2: That's got the that's got her numbers on it. Six, 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 seven.
3: Right. Because it was a uh, what do you call it when you make a poster and you put the little numbers in the bottom? Oh, the like the uh, actual print. Yeah. Like it's the like print number hundred. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was that. But for the occult. Yes. yes.
2: <laughs> <sighs> so he moves that out of the way. And now under there is his headshot.
3: Right. Right, and But also we know now where she keeps her scissoring supplies. Yes. Uh, her barbers. shears. <laughs> shears. Yes, her you. shears are on top. Shears on top.
2: Shears on top. Party <laughs> were, in the back. Shears on
0: top is my favorite place to get a drink and a haircut. <laughs> shears on top.
2: You get that neck massage.
3: And in Roseville. There. Yes. Right next to Wildwoodies. Play foosball before you get your haircut, if you could find our ball. (laughs) That's 25 cents off
0: your haircut. All haircut's $72.
2: Get a little boob on the neck.
0: (laughs) Get brushed with side boob (laughs) while watching sports on our Jumbotron. Also, enter our $10 million raffle.
2: (laughs) We're finally sponsored, which is great. Thank you, (laughs) Lady Jane's Haircuts.
0: The problem is... (laughs) It's also possessed by the devil.
2: <laughs> his picture, his headshot and a pair of scissors are in there.
0: Now this episode goes from doesn't make sense to
3: straight WTF
0: territory. Right. The rest of this episode is a nightmare.
3: It had the feeling of... So our, our two dead friends turned in a script that's 40 pages long. Mm-hmm. These episodes have scripts that are no longer than 20 pages. Correct. It had the feeling that someone just took out pages 21 through 39 (laughs) (laughs) and just let them go. Yep. Because I really feel, I
0: really feel like the moment that he discovers that would have had another 15-minute dialogue piece.
2: Right. That should have been an act break right there, and then we get into...
0: How do you have my headshot? Right. What do you think of it? (laughs) (laughs) Why on... Okay, oh, why do I want to go to the writing room right now? But seriously, <laughs>
3: because this episode was terrible, and that's all you want to do. I know, I know. We'll get there.
2: Uh, all right, um, we need the special effects for the uh, the big final climactic battle. What okay.
3: Mean, turn the lights down low and pop some balloons.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, what was your th-
0: idea? What did you want to have happen?
2: Uh, okay, so we want... Um, Every time she says her line's going to be snip snip. Okay. Every time she says snip snip, uh, we're going to have like a big like a big firework. Like I want, mm-hmm. um, and I want um, like one of the flats in the room. Yep. I want it to actually be divided in half. So like I want I want this to be the world crumbling around.
0: Him. Hmm. Oh okay. Yep. All right. Uh, I'm going to talk to PJ here for a second okay, to see. Great. Um, what's our budget for this? Four dollars. Cool. Mm-hmm. How many balloons? do <laughs> Well, I got a bag of white ones. Cool. My sister's wedding was on Thursday, and how good are you at pin blow darts?
2: Let's roll.
0: <laughs> oh my god! So like so many best ideas in this in this series, the uh, the execution lacks.
3: No, and I can't yeah. tell if it was because of the lighting or it was just this bad. So she's saying snip, snip. Mm-hmm. Balloons are popping. He's very scared. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Two minutes into her snip, snipping, mm-hmm. there appears to be one tear in his jacket. Mm-hmm. And yes. then the next scene, he's, he's entirely tore distra- up yeah. all of it. But like.
2: I did not realize that. Yeah. So I guess every time she says snip, snip, it's supposed to be cutting his clothes right. or like cutting at but him I feel
3: like they, the, the balloons were the distraction so you didn't look at the fact that nothing was happening
2: yeah well mission, victory m-
1: mission accomplished
3: that's, that's that magic thing of, of, yeah. of, of you know you wanted to look over here while you don't do anything <laughs> over here
2: is this still your card I haven't taken it out of the deck yet
3: now turn I don't around know. I don't know how magic works snip snip
2: bang so she keeps saying snip snip and then she's giving him like a lecture about about magic and the, the the spirits are angry with him for fucking around with magic. For every victory, there's a sacrificial lamb and he's the sacrificial lamb. And, and,
3: um, oh, and she floats, did you guys see her float? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was, that was out of oh, nowhere. <laughs> yes.
0: You mean they reversed her yep. jumping? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and
0: it was so fucking dark. <laughs>
1: It might as well have been like you
0: could barely tell what was happening.
2: It was a whisk broom being thrown off of a windowsill.
0: (laughs) Might as well have been what? There was nothing. There was no object permanence. Nope. Nothing made sense. So now she is standing there, and for some reason, Bud Bundy, the stupidest human being on earth. Now he's trying to leave. Now he's trying to be like that. But she straight up puts a pair of shears into his neck. Right? Did she stab him, or did they fly over when she said? It was too dark. I don't know. They could have. He could have done it himself.
2: It could have been the maybe the scissors were like following him around. Maybe I I bet the plan was supposed to. plan was supposed to be like the The phantasm ball yes yes it was supposed to be like the phantasm ball the scissors are floating around next to him cutting him up every time she says snip snip and then they finally stab him
0: one fucking insert of a pair of shears
2: cutting fabric cutting like cutting (laughs) any color fabric i don't even give a fuck at this point
0: like seriously does jason and the Argonauts? you know yes Anything to let me know that these shears—if this—that if the shears passed by on a string, yeah, one I, of the balloons and I, popped it. I, I yes. think
3: they were magic invisible shears. I, th- I mean, but then you I, see them in his neck only at that point. Mm. But the, I mean, up until every other snip, snip uh, is all magic because you don't see anything. True. So why would they float at that point, Jen?
2: Yeah, you're right. Thank you. Yeah. <sighs> so, <dumb. laughs> so he is dead on the floor. We're in the saddest party room ever because all the balloons are popped.
3: This party is over. Now there's a cape swoop? Yeah. (laughs) That was frankly the finest piece of film work in the entire (laughs) Uh, episode.
2: Cape swoop, it's the next morning. And she's giving Giuseppe...
3: (laughs) A haircut. A haircut. Because at the
0: end of their meeting, she goes, Oh, your hair is curling behind your ears. Why don't I give you a trim tomorrow? And here he is for his trim.
2: All snickered. Oh, just me.
0: Sweet trim. <clears throat> yeah. Gotta get that trim.
3: <laughs> and then she gives him the four options of his trim. One being no. a, a mohawk.
2: Right. She can only do four haircuts. Right. Uh, she can only do the haircuts that she has the mannequin heads for. And she only has male mannequin heads.
0: Mm-hmm. So, uh, before we go through these mannequin heads, mm-hmm. how would you describe Giuseppe's hair?
3: Cut.
2: Cut. Looks fine.
0: Lush. Yeah. yeah. Thick. Solid. Yeah. Solid. Straight. Right. <laughs> um, well, well kempt Well kempt Okay.
2: He's running a delicatessen, Matt. Let's
0: let's just talk about these options that he has. Oh, okay, great. Sure. Okay. First option. Um Mohawk on curly hair? Yeah. <laughs> mm. So let's give Giuseppe a perm. And give him a mohawk. Oh, sure. Okay.
2: Well, I don't know if that option's going to work for him. All
0: right, next head. Next head. Well, she didn't like that head already, yeah. so yeah. that one's out. Hey, I've got a new one.
2: And this one's even wearing glasses and has a mustache.
3: And its eyes have been painted in by a seventh grader.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. It's it's Bud Bundy. It's the severed head of Bud Court.
3: <clears throat> With hair that looks nothing like Giuseppe's.
2: Yeah. Giuseppe. Or Bud Courts, right? Yeah, <laughs>
0: but Bud Court at least had curly hair. Giuseppe's yeah. hair is straight. Is straight. It's clean. like a straight,
2: salt and peppery blonde.
0: Like a news, like a newsman. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's a Mort crime. Yes. Yeah.
0: The uh, the credits start to play for some reason at this ep- at this moment <laughs> in the episode, as if to indicate that they did something that deserved to be applauded. <laughs> They didn't
3: do anything that deserved to be applauded. Was it credits or was it just a list of careers ending? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It might as well be preceded so with. So
2: long, too. Yeah. Jorge Romero. The people
0: of whom will never work again are. Snip, snip. Snip, snip. Snip, snip. So is it was an in memoriam. <laughs> a real, real in memoriam section. Let's take it to the writing room. What could you have done? So don't be nailed down to any aspect of the current episode. But you have to write snip snip. And that's about it.
2: I think you take out the... I think you take out the... Like him quitting his job. I think you take out a lot of the top. You take out a chunk of the top anyway. Because you need to extend that stuff with them. It didn't make any sense. It was like... Like you were saying. It felt like it was missing... Ten pages, like I wanted them to have a, a cool battle.
3: Mm-hmm. Am I allowed to just remove him in sure. the writers' room? Yeah, of course. Okay. So I I start with her winning the lottery. Okay. Uh, and then men coming to her barbershop shop to try and be suitors woo- woo her. Yes. yes. And then as one by one they fail to impress her, their heads start showing up.
2: So you got a real Sweeney Todd there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
3: I, I like that. that. Yeah. I like that. That
0: gives it. So here's here's the one thing that we need. We just need more stakes, and it would either be so. That's where I think Bud Court kind of comes in. I, I would have been interested if Bud Court, if the first five minutes of the episode, would have established that he's a warlock mm-hmm. with a poster, with that poster, and that he was supposed to win. And then he finds out that he, he obviously doesn't win and he knows that it's a witch that did it. Yeah. And then he goes to find her. Yeah, but yep. is it? I'm sorry.
2: Budcourt is not... He's very nebbish. He's not physically intimidating he's not at all. not frightening at all. He's not frightening at all. So I think if you had made... I think if you would... There was that juxtaposition of you know this like cute little chick with you know a big scary warlock that then she can kind of turn the tables on. Then it feels like there are more more stakes.
3: Or even if he wins at the beginning, Mm -hmm. but she was supposed to, and she came for him Mm -hmm. because we knew that he didn't get this the right way. Right. Uh, So he's already you know made his deal with the devil. He should pay for it. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah,
3: yeah. I think there. I think we could have established her being the
0: bigger badass first mm-hmm. and then establishing that he won instead of her and her coming for retribution yeah i can see that we could also just cross out the whole episode
3: and um burn it but the... then all those balloons died for nothing
0: <laughs> well i was trying to th- like i was trying to think but i think you're right bud is not intimidating
2: And I I don't dislike him in this. I mean, I dislike the character, but I feel like. Yeah. (laughs) But I feel like with the material they had, Bud Court and Carol Kane did a great job. Yep. Yeah. Ish. That's okay. Uh, Carol Kane did a great job. Yeah.
0: I hate him.
2: Well, that's what he was there to do. Yeah.
0: I wanted him to lose the whole time. Right. Right. Like if if they would have started it with a, and I hate starting things with a montage, but I mean it's knowing it's an anthology show and knowing that you have to that you have to do all this stuff. If they would have established in the first five minutes that he was a teacher who was down on his luck, who got some I don't know I don't know unfairly
3: fired.
2: Well, like. Yeah, they were trying to generate all that sympathy at the top, I guess. But he was so unlikable. Right
3: from the, I mean, from the moment he smoked a pipe, yeah, I was done. Yeah, like he was not—he was no right. longer someone I rooted for.
2: I think if it maybe it it ended with the um, it ended with the lottery, and the beginning of the episode is them fighting over it or Matt's idea. <laughs> okay, which, which just came to him.
0: What if? Okay, so like erase everything that we know about the episode. Mm -hmm. It starts in school. And we set him up to be an idiot. Like we put him in the low status that we already assume that he is in. Okay. And then he goes somewhere and he meets Carol Kane. And Carol Kane introduces him to witchcraft and magic and everything like that. And tells him like, with magic, you can control anything.
2: Like a dirty, rotten scoundrels?
0: Kind of. Like, but... So he's like, hey, I'm, I'm, I got good, and I rigged, the, uh, I rigged this, so I'm going to win the lottery. And then he finds out that she won the lottery instead of him, and now he goes to confront her.
2: Sure. Yeah. And then there's real stakes for that confrontation. At least something. something.
0: I mean, it's still not great. I'm not like, ugh, put the stamp on it. Mm-hmm. But from a Tales from the Dark Side episode... I could see that. Yeah. Like, in the first five minutes, you can establish, like, his boss hates him, the kids hate him. I mean, of course, this also requires sets and people, <laughs> something that they don't have.
2: Uh, Yeah, I just checked in the back. We have none of those things.
0: But it could have started at a bar with him next to Carol.
3: Oh, kid, these kids. These, boy, these kids hate me. i sure no headmaster Charlie hates me. Uh, right. Uh, just wish I had a better life.
0: Now
2: who's doing a haunted info dump? <laughs> nice
3: work. Thank you. That's a really nice honey. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: But like it. if we would have had that where they established that she was trying to help him. But mm-hmm. then she was like, that's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she decides to fuck him. Yeah. And then he goes there to settle it. Yeah, but then she's the bad guy, isn't she? Right. But I mean, I'm starting over, though. In this case, she could be the bad guy. They want to set her up that she's the bad guy. Is she the bad guy in
3: this
1: episode?
2: No, no. So. She, he gets his comeuppance because he's fucking with a real witch.
3: Yeah. Mm. yeah you can't fuck with a witch. Mm-mm. Not a good one.
2: All right, guys. Scale of one to ten. How many numerology charts do you give this episode? <sighs>
0: I got... Two on it.
2: Ooh, two numerology charts?
0: I
3: really didn't like this. Episode. Okay, that's a hard pass. That's how many that were in there. Right. <laughs> this, like,
0: <laughs> well,
3: okay. So it's almost too accurate, man. No,
0: no, no. That's okay. Yeah. I'll go up to three because of Carol Kane. Okay. And and she's wonderful in mm-hmm. this. But the fact that I can't really figure out still what the hell happened at the end with Snip Snip
2: and it made us mentally ill
0: and it really made me yeah. screw up mm-hmm. worse than I normally mispronounce everything at the top of an <laughs> mm-hmm. episode. Like it really made me take a yep. really made me take a nosedive at the top.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna give it three. I'll okay. give it three. All right. Um. As much as I argued against you, I, I can't give it more than two. And frankly, I can only give them to Carol. Uh, okay. If she's not a part of this, I don't know that it gets anything. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'd agree. Uh, no, uh, no, but I'm going to give uh, half of one to Bruno Kirby because I thought he was great. Okay. Which rounds it up to three. Okay. Yeah. Yep.
2: All right. So you got three, three. Um... It's not a four. It's a three. It's, it's a solid. A, yeah. It's a solid three. I want to give it four because I love Carol Kane, but watch something better with Carol Kane in
0: it. Right, Scrooge yeah. is always in there your Netflix. There
2: are a million other things to see her in. Uh, would this be a, uh, a recommended episode, Maddie?
0: No, it would not be. No,
2: run, run screaming from this episode.
3: Yeah, don't watch this one. But I think I mean. Well, thank you for bringing me in for this episode. Sure. Well, they're uh, all I, like this. Yeah, yeah, all guests. But I think. Can... But all three, But for it to get three threes, which of course is half. Of the devil's number. Right. Uh I mean, like we're I think we're just playing into Snip Snip. Oh shit. <gasps> I just got cut. Ow. Ah, pop.
0: Your balloon collection, Matt. Pop, 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 pop. Oh, snip snip. Pop 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 pop. Oh, oh your bubble wrap table. <laughs> snip snip snip. Uh PJ, thank you so much. Yes. Thank you for having me. Thank this you. has been super fun. Good, good. Oh, I'm glad. We were worried. Yeah. <laughs> Not in a bad way, but in that way of like, I hope PJ likes this. Yeah. I
3: like you guys. Oh, okay. There we go. And I'll hang out with you guys and talk about anything.
2: This is a very specific show.
3: I've noticed that.
2: Yeah, that, <laughs> that somehow not everyone watched as much as Matt and I did. Uh,
0: so, but it, Some of us never left the home on a Saturday night. <laughs>
2: We're inviting over all the popular people to educate them about the TV they
3: missed when they had friends. Oh, no, no. Made no mistake. I was in bed before oh. the show was
0: <laughs> At 10 o'clock, to Saturday night, time for bed.
2: <laughs> Don't worry. I'll tuck myself in. <laughs> you can find this episode and more on the Shudder app uh, for Amazon. Yep. It's cheap. There's lots of other stuff on it. They're not giving us any money.
1: Yet. But uh,
0: we do recommend uh, mm-hmm. the Shutter app because it has a lot of great stuff on there. If you have Amazon Prime already and you want the Shutter app, just add it. I think it's like two dollars and fifty cents extra. It's or pretty cheap. Yeah, it's either two fifty or three fifty, and you add it on. But do not get the Shutter app separately and then think you can add that to Amazon Prime. You will that
2: be sorely mistaken.
0: No bueno. They will not let you do that. So make sure that you just add it to Amazon, you through can, Amazon. You
2: can also buy the entire series, all 80 episodes, on DVD for the low, low price of $25 at Amazon.com.
0: Somehow, today was the first day that we actually watched it on a DVD. Mm-hmm. And somehow, the DVD looked worse than streaming it off of Shutter. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know how that's possible. Well, I
3: think it's because it was the episode. I think the episode sabotaged its own quality. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: snip,
3: snip. All right, Maddie. All right. Snip,
2: uh,
0: PJ,
3: anything that you would
0: like to promote or plug in this segment? Oh, um, no, I'm good. I'm All right, good. cool. I mean, we just <laughs> yeah, throw it out there. Thank you. Um, but listeners, Jen and I have an, a favor to ask.
2: If If you have a chance.
0: This week. Number one. Give us a review on iTunes. Oh, that would
2: be great. Two oh, favors. We would
0: love a review on iTunes. We don't have any yet. No. And we don't know what they look like. What it's,
2: will happen when someone does?
0: It's really,
2: really hard.
0: Here's something I noticed. This is a true story. It's really fucking hard to figure out how to give a review on iTunes.
2: I couldn't do it.
0: If you, I tried
2: to look to see if we had reviews and thought about doing it myself, PJ is going to prove us all wrong. Or you can no, just show us her after. No, but
0: here's because here's how your brain works. Well, I've already found the podcast and I've subscribed to it on mm-hmm. iTunes, right? Yes. So I should be able to, in my podcast, just go to that podcast and write the review. Right. <laughs> You're a fool. <laughs> you have to re-find it in the iTunes podcast store.
2: Do you have to do it on the computer?
0: No, you can do it through your phone. All right, you got me how But things. you have to re-find it through the search command, through the iTunes store, and then you can write your review. Oh, boy. What a pain. Anyway, do that, please. So if you like pains and hurdles, <laughs> or people watching the episode Snip Snip, so you don't have to, give us a review. Yeah. And uh, if it's if it's a uh, constructive feedback, we'll take it. Yeah. But in the meantime. In the
2: meantime, if you have the chance this week, just just try to enjoy the daylight. Could you
0: try to enjoy that Could daylight? You try?
2: Could you even try? Thanks.
0: Transmissions from the Dark Side is created, hosted, and produced by Jen Hansen and Matt Noss. Edited by Matt Noss. And hosted by Go Comedy Media. Our theme music was composed and performed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Bellyache Records. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at T from the Dark Side. And on Twitter at TFTDS pod. Email us at tfromthedarkside at gmail.com Until next time, try to enjoy the daylight.